Okay, reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, 10th Canto, Chapter 37, Text 13. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Svatam Buddhara Bhutanam Daitya Raksasam Avatirna Vinashaya Sadunam Rakshanaya You, that very same creator, have now descended to the earth to annihilate the Daitya, Tamata, and Rakshasa's demons who are opposing his kings and also to protect the godly. Om Agyanatimarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmulatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishnam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Shayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Panchakalpa Turubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda, Sri Advaita Gadadhar, Sri Vasudevor Bhakta Vrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So, greetings from New Raj. I'm at the home of Maya Chandra, and I'm a genius in branding. <laughs> so this is near Newburgh. So I just changed the R and the U. Instead of Newburgh, it's New Brudge. Um, and they have beautiful Radha Vasant Bihari deities, which I, I brought here when they first opened the house. And they have regular temple worship. They probably have more people attending Mongol Artik here than in most temples. Their whole household must have about 20, 25 people. So it's real nice. So I stopped here on my way upstate. And my asked me, because I was here. Now my plan is whenever I go from upstate to from Jersey or Jersey upstate, Tota Gopinath can drive me here. We can take lunch. And then Amala Vaishnav can pick me up. And the same on that. That way they don't have to drive the whole way, although they're more than willing to do it. Uh, it makes it a nice thing. So he asked me, are you speaking about Akrura? And I kind of am, but not. Because within the story of Akrura, as, as you mentioned, as I mentioned before, um, Narada Kamsa was a demon. And it, it, what, basically what it means is that you only care about yourself. And, and you see the world, you, your values, your faith, is that what's good for me is right. And if it's advantageous for me to 
step on another person's shoes, you know, to exploit someone to steal, then that's right. It, it's, it, it's materialistic consciousness where cultured people, they're not expedient, they have character, they have duty, duty above self. There's a famous American author, Tom Wolfe, uh, probably one of the best. And he, he, I told you this before he wrote, wrote an article called The Me Generation. That's my generation. After the war, I said this before, you know, my father's generation was called the great generation. You know, my father was in the war. My uncles were flying planes. People sacrificed their lives. And then they came back and, and, and the, the 50s was like such a, a hope. They won the war. America was expanding. And the result is the children lost character. They became absorbed in themselves. And not completely, but it became known as the me generation. Um, so Kamsa, all he could think about was himself. And they were, and now he was threatened with death. There are people that will give up their lives to do what's right. And there are people that will kill others to do what's right. So he, he had this Akashvani, this voice from the sky that it would, 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 would I'm looking a little bit because I have a little audience today. The voice, the eighth child will kill you. And then, you know, so many things. Narada Muni wanted to accelerate the appearance of Krishna. And, you know, so many things happened. But so Kamsa, Kamsa knows that his death is imminent and he's fearful. Kamsa represents fear. He's completely fearful. And therefore he is leaving no stone unturned. Bring, he, now he finds out, we, that happened last time, the intrigue, Narada Muni tells Kamsa, Narada Muni tells Kamsa that um, you know, that eighth child is Krishna. Now he's determined to kill Krishna. So he has an elaborate plan how to bring Krishna here and trick him to come and, and make it sound like he's just inviting him to a big festival and these, young, these simple villages will become you know, in India, simple villages can be, get so much joy out of the littlest thing. Like a little festival. And on that day they have sweet rice. And it's like, it, 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 they're so happy. Because, you know, I have a friend, this, this um, Sridhar, the Mali. Uh, Gail is not on, but she gave a very nice donation and, and we're helping him because they can't sell their flowers. He, he, he was speechless. We gave him 20,000 rupees. He was speechless. But I go over there and there's a little, a Lakshmi Narayan Puja, a little this, or it's a simple little thing. And they become so excited, which is actually um, 
you know, the grateful mood, you can get so much pleasure. I'm thinking right now, because I got sick, I went on a diet, but it's, it's not really a diet. I mean, when you eat avocados and sweet potatoes and salad and so rice, I mean, it's not a diet, but I'm definitely eating less than before. But less is more. I'm appreciating so much. I have a, a higher joy to stuff ratio. That's the secret of life. Satisfaction is enough. And then the littlest thing you can appreciate, just like a child. A child who's grateful enjoys the praise of the father. The spoiled child doesn't appreciate anything. That's the secret of, of chanting Hare Krishna. When you're humble, you appreciate. It has meaning, and that meaning allows you to enter into the holy name, that appreciation. I'd spent many times before that humility allows you to feel mercy, and mercy is love from above. Without humility, you never feel love. So in answer to Mayapur's question, so Kamsa sent some demons to Vrindavan to kill Krishna. And the nature of demons, they walk around like they're ordinary people until they have to do their work and then they can transform mystically. So we just finished the first demon, Keshi, who is actually many commentators say he was the most fierce of the demons. Because his raw, his neighing, a horse neighs, his, his sound was so harsh that the demigods were fleeing from their homes. And he was so big that his mane was touching the sky. That's why he's named Keshi. Keshi means hair. Krishna is Keshava, one who increases the hair, one who decorates the hair. Why? Because it's beautiful. It gives pleasure to others. That's the consciousness of God. What gives pleasure to others. That's why we're reading this morning, Lord Chaitanya took sannyas and they're shaving his head. The devotees are absolutely devastated. They're shaving his head, his beautiful hair. Just imagine you have deities that are so beautiful and you take away the hair. So he's sending the demons and he kills the Keshi demon and then Narada appears and, and Narada wants to encourage Krishna to come to Vrindavan. Commentators say Narada represents the mind. When I say mind, it's probably more the intelligence because Krishna is just absorbed in his Raj Leela. He's absorbed in his Raj Leela, but he has a mission, just like Lord Chaitanya. He's, he, he's absorbed with his devotee, but he has a mission. So he leaves for his mission. So I described this morning as devotees, we always have these two different aspects that we taste and we distribute. So it's the mind. Control your ecstasy, Krishna. You got you die, you die, you dharma. You have to, your mission has to be there. 
And we discussed in the previous verses, because it's Krishna, he's not dealing with an ordinary person. When you want to make a message effective and you don't have authority, then if you do it indirect, indirect is always more powerful. That's why rasa or love is expressed in poetry because poetry is a medium where, where you have to activate your intelligence and therefore you get the message, it has more effect. Well, television, you sit on the, you know, the, the chair and you're lazy, it just, it, it doesn't, but po poetry is indirect. It's like a light. Rasa Shastra says a light is more powerful in a dark room than when you open the door. So when you just express your feelings, I love you such and such, it doesn't have the same effect as you say, oh, that person with the, you know, that person from, with the black hair. As a sannyasi, there's a limit to how much I can imitate this here. But indirect is more powerful. So he, he, he explained, he glorifies Krishna, but each word indicates, like he called Akili, Akili, what is it? Akila Vesh, what does that mean? Very interesting. Um, Oh, shelter, Akila means all. So you're the, uh, the Akila Vesh, you're the shelter of all living entities. But Akila also means, it's also a name for Devaki. So you're also the shelter of Devaki, don't forget it. And he said, Yogesh, you're the, man, you're, you're the controller of all yoga. So don't give me this that you, you have to leave Vrindavan and go there and do your mission. You can do both <laughs> because you're Yogesh. You can do both. So he gives, and you're Jagadishra. You're the Lord of the universe, not just Vrindavan. Don't forget your parents. <laughs> so he's kind of encouraging him in all these ways. Um, and then Krishna may object, may object well, I'm, I'm everywhere anyway. So what I have to go there? He said, yeah, you're, you're, you're everywhere you're everywhere, just like fire is in wood, but it's not manifest. You may be in Mathura, but you're not manifest. Manifest. Do you, this is the mission. You, you have to go. And then Krishna may say, what are you talking about, Yogesh, and all, all these terms? What are you talking about? I'm just a, a cowherd boy, a Gwala. You ever been Indians, a Gwala? You say, say Gwala for, fast. Fast. No, very fast. When after, goala. It becomes goala. I, I, you see a goala? They just, even in North India, they just wear gumshoes. <laughs> I can understand in Bengal just wearing a gumshoe, but in North India, where, so he, I'm just a cowherd boy. And he said, no. And then he, he, he gave some things. He said, you're sattva sankalpa. Your sankalpa, your wish, satya, it's true. Your determination is an absolute fact. Whatever you want comes true. You're not just an ordinary cowherd boy. The satya sankalpa. 
other people, when they want to build something, they got to get the materials, they got to make the plans, they got to get the permission, they got to do this, they got to supervise the construction. You wish Dwarka and Dwarka appeared. So don't give me this ordinary cowherd boy. See, and Narada Muni is in Aishwarya Bhav. That's why when he approached, he approached from the distance because he wanted to see Krishna was alone. Because if he saw Krishna, he would say, please accept my humble obeisance. The cowherd boy would say, what? This is just like, well, you're paying obeisance to a cowherd boy? It's like a mother paying obeisances to a five-year-old child. It doesn't work. He, he was in the distance. So he has that Aishwarya Bhav. He understands Krishna's God. He's a great devotee in that way. So now in this verse, he continues to try to approach him. You are the same creator. And you have descended to annihilate the dike that all these demons were posing as kings. This is your mission. So he, 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 he thinks that Krishna will counter. Don't tell me I have to kill demons. I already did Putin, I did Keshi, I did. I, I've killed so many demons. Don't tell me I have to kill more demons and, and live brudge. I did my duty. I was killing a demon. Look at the list of demons I killed or chastised. I chastised Kaliya. I killed Agasara. I killed Putana. So now Narada Muni says, but in a couple of days, I'll also see that you'll kill Trinura and Mushik and other Rathas. And with the elephant, and then King Pamsa all by your hand, then Kaliavana, then Mura, then Naraka, and the Kanj demon. You'll steal the Parijata file and defeat Indra. And then you'll marry the devoted daughters of heroic kings. And after paying for them with your valor, O Lord of the universe, in Dwarka, you will, you will deliver King Nigger from a curse and, 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 and take for yourself the Shamataka jewel together with another wife. You'll bring back the Brahmins from the dead son, the Brahmins' dead son from the abode of the servant Yamarat. And you'll kill Pandraka and you'll burn down the city of Kashi. And you'll you'll slay Dantavaka and you'll put an end to the king of Chachedi during the Rajasuya. I shall see all these heroic pastimes along with others you will perform during your residence in Dwarka. These pastimes are glorified in this earth and in the songs of others. So he really wants him to come. He's representing to Krishna and representing to us. Enjoy Krishna consciousness, but don't forget your mission. Jiva doi Krishna nam sarva dharma sar. Nadia go to me, Nityan and the Mahajan. Patiachinam hata jivarakaran. Shradavan jan hey. Krishna mata Krishna pita Krishna dana pan. Now the line I wanted. Jiva doi Krishna nam sarva dharma sar. 
Jiva Doi, Krishna Sarva, the essence of all religion, Jiva Doi, to be compassionate. That's the essence of all religion, to be compassionate. And the way, the best way we do it is by giving someone the holy name of Krishna. And by giving ourselves the holy name of Krishna. Giving ourselves the holy name of Krishna. Kaler doshe nidherajan eko asti mahagunan kirtanadeva krishnasya mukta sangam param This age of Kali is an ocean of faults, is one good quality. By chanting the name of Krishna, you can get liberation. Kaler doshe it's an ocean of faults. It never gets better. It, it's dukalayam of ashashvatam. It's miserable and it's temporary. It doesn't get better. It goes like this, up and down. Sometimes relief, sometimes not. It doesn't get better. The only relief is transcendence. And the best method to transcendence is the holy name of Krishna. Kaler doshe rajan eko asti mahagunan Kirtanadeva Krishnasya Mukta Sangampra. Hare Nama, Hare Nama. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. That's why when Narada came to see Krishna, he said, Krishna, Krishna. Because when you say Krishna twice, it's Kirtan. And because I explain the intricacies of it, how it's not cruel, but he kind of instigated Kamsa to put Krishna's parents in jail. Because otherwise Kamsa was going to kill Krishna's father, Vasudev, because he found out Vasudev betrayed him. He said he was going to give the eight children, but the eighth child he took across the river. I mean, Kamsa was appreciative because it was such an amazing feat of dedication and mysticism, but he was pretty angry. He said, Vasudev, nah, you kill him, Krishna won't come. Nanda will take him to the forest. So you, you just throw him in jail. So he's afraid of the offense. So he said, Krishna, 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 Krishna. If we committed offenses, we have to beg forgiveness. And if we can't get forgiveness, we have to chant and pray to Krishna that the other person's heart is changed. So Krishna, Krishna. So we'll keep on going because we may even finish this chapter today because I want to get on to the Akura Lila. Subsequently, I will see you appear as time personified, serving as Arjuna's chariot and destroying entire armies of soldiers to rid the earth of. So you have a mission. That's your role, that's your duty. Let us approach you, the Supreme Personality of Godhead for shelter. You are full of perfectly pure spiritual awareness 
and always situate in your original identity. Since your will is never thwarted, you've already achieved all possible desirable things. And by the power of your spiritual energy, remain eternally aloof from the flow of the qualities of illusion. The next phrase. I bow down to you, the supreme controller, who are dependent only on yourself. By your potency, you have constructed the unlimited particular arrangements of this universe. Now you have appeared as the greatest hero among the Yadus, Vishnis, and Satpatas, and have chosen to participate in human warfare. Because the battlefield of Kurukshetra will happen. So, Sukadeva Goswami said, now he's describing this to Maharaj Prickett. Having thus addressed Lord Krishna, the chief of the Yadu dynasty, Narada bowed down and offered obeisances. Then the great sage and most eminent devotee took his leave and went away feeling great joy at having directly seen him. So he did his duty and left the rest up to Krishna. Directly, he left it up to Krishna. But this is actually the philosophy of Krishna consciousness. It's up to Krishna. We can only do our duty. I was speaking and, and reading about the Stoics because they parallel Bhagavad Gita. Slander, praise, health, sickness, happiness, distress, they come from Krishna. So from the real devotee, they don't see duality in their circumstance. They're just focused on what does Krishna want me to do in each circumstance. And they're focused on their duty and not necessarily the results. Their duty may be to get a certain result, but they're detached from it. And that's what gives them happiness. They've done their duty. The result is up to Krishna. And then he's leaving happy. Why? Because he got darshan of Krishna. And darshan of Krishna doesn't mean just seeing Krishna. Darshan of Krishna means feeling Krishna. Because it's a darshan of someone whom you actually have the most intimate relationship with. We get pleasure, perhaps from seeing a child, seeing an elder we love, seeing a friend that we love. We get pleasure. We don't just see people, we feel people. And the deeper the relationship, the deeper the feeling. Tvasmin, Padma Prema Rup. The highest form of love is to God. This is eternal. Others are temporary. And love makes the world go round. This is really our eternal relationship. Jivera Superhoi, Krishnera Nitya Das. This is our eternal relationship. And when we have it, and when we see it, and when we're free from illusion, we feel it. We don't just chant the holy name. We don't just hear the holy name. We feel the holy name.
So he feels it. And he feels Utsava, Darsana Utsava. Utsava is called, Utsava also means festival. It means enthusiasm. He felt enlivened. This is a pure devotee of Krishna. He's beyond the world of duality. He's actually feeling God and feeling that energy, which is also God's pleasure. After killing the demon Keshi in battle, the Supreme Personality of Godhead continued to tend cows and other animals in the company of his joyful boyfriends. Thus he brought happiness to all the residents of Vrindavan. So he's killing demons, then Narada Muni is preaching to him, but he's a cowherd boy. And the cows are wandering off and the cows are kind of feeling neglected. It's not like a child, you can just tell the child, okay, I'm speaking tomorrow, now wait here. I'll be with you in a minute. So now, after this, he did what he loves best. He's joyful with the cow and his friends and the animals. He just so this is his Leela. This is his play. This is his heart. And thus he brought happiness. Raja Sukabha. The inhabitants of Vrindavan, Abha, he's bringing Sukha. The greatest happiness. Well, yeah, I want to finish this today. So I'm going a little. One day, the cowherd boys were grazing their animals on the mountain slopes. The cows would wander in the forest. They'd wander on the mountains. Played the game of stealing and hiding, acting out the roles of rival thieves and herders. So there's a particular game called Nilayana, and you need three categories of people. You need policemen, you need thieves, and you need to think to steal, which is the sheep. And it's said in the villages, the sheep is the easiest to steal. Because if you're a sheep, what's a sheep mean? You just go along with it. Someone grabs you, no one, you know, other animals, you, you try to steal even a cow may start to move for the sheep. So they divide into three and some of the sheep boys went down and then some were the thieves and some were the policemen. So now another devote demon came called Vyomasara. Vyoma means wind, air. So he came dressed as a beautiful coward boy and they should have noticed who is this guy, but they're so absorbed in this game with Krishna. So this Vyomasara, he only plays the role of the thief. He never plays the role of the sheep because he is a thief. So it's very easy for him to play the role. 
and he grabs the cowherd boys in jest, and the cowherd boys go along because they're playing a game. But then he grabs them around the neck and takes them to a, a cave and throws them in and puts a boulder. And everyone is just completely absorbed in this Leela, completely absorbed. They don't even notice it. Then all of a sudden, Krishna looks around. And he said, wait, there's only five sheep left. Where are the rest of the cowherd boys? And I don't see any, I don't see anybody that are policemen either, because they were rotating. One would play a sheep, one would play a policeman. These are this is Rasa. They're just enjoying with their friends in, in the land of Leela, where it's all play, but it's not just an external thing, it's a manifestation of their love. So they're in this bob. We all want to have some bob. Because Bob means not just pleasure, it's a mood that you live in. It's not, it, it, it's not something that you, cre you create or you attract, but it's something that you live in. And when you live in Baba, then whatever you do is in Baba. And what's the Baba? The Baba is love for Krishna. So anything you do is Baba. So they're swimming in the Bob. They're swimming in the mood of love. And this is how they exchange. So they're enjoying so much because they're doing it with the person that they love more than their life, which is Krishna. This is who they love. How much pleasure do we get when we do something with someone that we love? Like someone falls in love and they, they found the girl of their dreams or the boy of their dreams. They're on the they're they're on the phone eight hours a day. It's not just talking. Talking is boring, it's love. They're texting every single day. And they're enjoying it. What are they enjoying is the love, but but but, but that's not Bob. That's some scars and material conceptions and some pleasure and some happiness. Okay, it's okay. But it's not sukha. It's not the happiness that the residents of Vrindavan feel. So they're so absorbed, they don't notice. And then Krishna says, wait a second, there's only five boys. There's only five boys left. What happened to the thousands and thousands of cowherd boys? And then as we'll read on, Krishna, he knows. And he grabs Domasa by the neck and kills him. And why did he grab him by the neck? Revenge. Because <laughs> Domasa grabbed his cowherd boys by the neck because they would call for Krishna. So he kind of, you know, put his hands over their mouth and like this, and he grabbed them. So now he got, gets his karma. But the funny thing, I, I was reading some commentaries this morning. It just happened to come in these commentaries. They say, but why did Krishna, you know, let, let Vyomasa do that? He said, because he was, he was dressed as a cowherd boy and Krishna is very pleased when one dresses like a cowherd boy. 
they say the same thing. They create this commentaries that because Putin was dressed as a gopi. So these are kind of the Shastric references that are given that when you go before the deity, you should dress as much as possible like one of Krishna's associates. At least, you know, not like turban and, you know, because you can get carried away. Not like that, but as a Vaishnav. If you dress as a Vaishnav or a Vaishnavi, there is a dress of a Vaishnava. And I, I said before, you know, it's not essential. Like a uniform is not essential for a policeman. It just gives a mood and an identification. It gives an identification and it allows you to do, do some service. It's a facility for something. Facility means it's not absolutely essential. But we wear tilak. We mark our cell. It's pleasing to Krishna. There's no other reason to do things for a devotee. Because that's pure devotional service. Anya bilashita shunyam jnana karma jnana anukuyena krishnanu shilanam bhakta uttama. Anukuyena. The whole thing of bhakti is doing something for the pleasure of Krishna. That's why our chanting is very important. To absorb the mind in Krishna and create at least in the morning some type of feeling that we can carry into our, our, our life. So he was pleased with him. One day, the coward boys, while grazing their animals on the mountain slope, played the game. Okay, we explained that. They played this game. In that game, O King, some acted as thieves, others as shepherds, and others as the sh sheep. They played their game happily without fear of danger. They're never fearful. The coward boys are never fearful because they've had so many experiences that Krishna will protect them. They walked into the gaping Agasura demon. Krishna will protect me. That's what faith is, trust by experience. So they have the experience. And when we do dharma and when we do duty and when we do seva, we actually see that it's best that Krishna reciprocates. And we want those samskaras because we want those samskaras at the moment of death. So we won't be fearful. So at the moment of death, we'll have confidence that Krishna will be there because he's always been there. If you're faithful and surrender, at the end, there will be a fruit. There'll be a fruit of some mercy, always. You do the right thing. You may suffer for a while, but at the end, you'll see you got something that was worth the price of suffering. So you want that faith. And when you get that faith, you're fearless. Krishna will protect me, he'll do what's best. A powerful magician named Vyoma, son of the demon Moya, 
then appeared on the scene in the guise of a coward boy. Pretending to join the game as a thief, he proceeded to steal most of the cowherd boys who were acting as sheep. Gradually, the great demon abducted more and more of the coward boys and cast them in a mountain cave, which he sealed shut with a boulder. Finally, only four or five boys acting as sheep remain in the game. Lord Krishna, who shelters all saintly devotees, understood perfectly well what Vyomasa was doing. Just as a lion grabs a wolf forcibly, Krishna forcefully seized the demon as he was taking away more cowherd boys. The demon changed into his original form as big and powerful as a great mountain. But try as he might to free himself, he could not do so, having lost his strength from being held in the Lord's tight grip. Lord Achuta clutched Vyomasura between his arms and threw him to the ground. Then while the demigods in heaven looked on, Krishna killed him in the same way that one kills a sacrificial animal. Krishna then smashed the boulder, blocking the cave's entrance, and led the trapped cowherd boys to safety. Thereafter, as the demigods and cowherd boys sang his glories, he returned to the village of Gokula. That's the last purport. So you see, kirtan is the main activity in the Bhagavatam. They do kirtan going into the forest. They do kirtan while they're in the forest. They do kirtan if any, any demons are killed. The gopis did kirtan when Krishna left, left them. They did kirtan when he returned. Madhya Soda does kirtan in the morning. Sri Krishna Sankirtanam. Cheto Dharpana Marjanam. Baba Maha Devagni Nirvapanam, Shreya Kairaiva Chandrikaranam, Vidyavadu Jivanam, Anandam Bhuti Vardhanam, Pratipadam Panamritas Vardhanam, Sarvatmas Napanam, Param Vijayate Sri Krishna Sankirtan. Param, not just an ordinary activity. Thus ends the purports of the humble servants of his divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. Prabhupada to the 10th canto, 37th chapter, the Srimad Bhagavatam entitled, The Killing of the Demons, Keshi and Vyoma. Now the next chapter, which will start as a Kura's arrival in Vrindavan. So somehow or other, see, because when he left, Krishna was again with the coward boys, but somehow or other, a Kura will convince him. Does anyone have any reflections today on the class? Rebel Maharaj. Jamuna Jaya. Where are I, you? Uh, New Jersey. <laughs> I can't see you. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, there we go. Wait, there we go. Here I am. Yeah. <laughs> I loved when you said that the, the essence of religion is compassion. And the most compassionate thing that we can do is to receive the holy name and give the holy name. And such a good reminder that that, that, that is the, that, that's the base, that's the most important thing. Yeah, and to ourselves, a little self-care. <laughs> okay, Jaya, anybody else like to share something? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. 
Yeah, yeah. When, um, when you said something to the effect that, you know, when you, when you speak a person's name or you see a person, it's not just their name or their form, it's, you know, the feeling that that person engenders within you. That's yeah. like actually the person, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, yeah, I really like that. That's it. Because that, prema, you realize God, but it means more you feel God. Yeah. That's where I got the idea because abhideya means the, pre, the means of realizing God is bhakti. So what, it mean, what does it mean to realize God? But what's the priyogena? The priyogena is prema. So what does it mean realizing God? You're in ignorance and then you realize God. But what happens? I, I once, it really helped me once I heard one Vaishnav scholar say that Prema is the energy between two people in love. So, so you actually feel that energy. Okay, thanks, Gail. Anybody else like to share a something? Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Catalina. Thank you. Hare Bow. Just continuing with the with the comment from from the last person, like it's like feeling the being. It's like, um, for, for instance, we, today in this moment, we feel you as you share your knowledge, as you share all your wisdom, and 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 for for instance, like when we are doing kirtan, we also feel uh, all that immense. Um, existence in in ourselves in of, of god of krishna so it is that same feeling it's that same being when we connect together it's lovely well well said catalina well said yeah i met catalina i was we had a uh kali is the town kali yoga fest 500 people i would question and answer and I, I kind of saw on this side, every time I said something, I saw a mother intensely explaining it to her daughters. So I said, wow, intensely explaining every point to the daughters. I mean, wanting the daughters to get some spiritual understanding. And, and Prabhupada said, that's the most important thing. When you have responsibility for someone else, Prabhupada quoted this verse, I was in the room. He, he said, what is the purpose of education? And no one gave the answer Prabhupada wanted. And then Prabhupada said, guru nasasyat, swajani nasasyat, pita nasasyat. Don't become a parent. Don't become a um, head of a you know government, you know, don't take a spouse. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't become a teacher unless you can give them spiritual life. So that's so important. Anybody else like to say hello or share something? Okay, I'm on to my next place. Very, very tight schedule because 
after this, I'm going to, um, it's right on the way. It's not out of my way, but I'm going to Gorapriya. And uh, somehow or other, depending on God, Krishna has given her basically 350 acres of, I mean, you can't even get an apartment upstate. She has a whole farm with a beautiful house. Not exactly hers, but almost. And now building up a beautiful educational institution. I never seen such a school building in my life. Hundreds of thousand dollars put into this huge old barn. It's different. It's beautiful. So whenever I go upstate, I, I, I stop there right on the way because they have a garden. They give me vegetables. And her husband bakes this incredible sourdough bread. I was speaking this morning with flour that you can't buy any place. But the person who kind of whose land it is kind of has this connection. So I, I, I go there, but they're having a conference. So she's only out for 15 minutes. So I'm an hour and 15 minutes from there. So I have to leave by 1245, but not before I relish the Mahapasad of Radha Vasantihari and break, happily break every dietary regulation I have. Bring on the say, bring on the chidwa. Bring on the ghee drenched subjis. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Hi, Maraj. It's me, Kaylee Kadomba. Oh, okay. Now I can see you guys. Oh, who is it? Kaylee Kadomba. Oh, <laughs> Kaylee. Okay. Hi. We have, yeah. You have to call me this week. Got it. Okay. All right. All right. I will. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Okay, now I want, I, I have to see you both every week. Every <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I love it that you're on both classes when you're not, when you can be. That's nice. And it's so nice, right? Because we feel community. Yeah. Otherwise, in different parts of the world, we can feel so isolated sometimes. Especially, I know where, where you are, it's not very easy to get together with the, yeah, it's not easy. Okay, good. Hi, Bo. Okay. Anybody else want to say hello quickly? Hello, Maharaj. It's Isabel. Hi. Krishna Gurmaraj. Isabel. Hi, Bo. Hi. Okay. We're back. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. Isabel went to Mexico with Jumuna Jaya. Who else said hello there? It's Champak Gurmaraj. Hare Krishna. Champak. Great. Good. Hearing the Krishna Kitak. Okay. One more person and then I'm going to go. Hare okay. Krishna. Jalangi. Jalangi. I miss you. <laughs> yeah, I hear all the class. I'm so happy because long wow. time I don't have associations. So I'm so okay. happy. <laughs> now you have the Mayapur will arrange that you can get on this. I give I give three classes a week, but this is when I give the tenth canto. 
Yeah, I, I need. Yeah, I need to hear more. About okay. Yes. Thank you. Haribo. Okay. We'll go.